says, Oh, shred thy grave. Can we have it on the street, please? Can we have it on the street, please? This is Empowerment Mountain Church. We are Empowerment Asafu. What God has asked us to do is to raise generations of holy, victorious, and fulfilled people in the Holy, victorious, fulfilled, people in Christ. 
Amen. Amen. And this morning, as we meet together, that is what God is doing in your life and in my life. Today is the Lord's Supper, so we want to preach on the Lord's Supper. Can can someone give me one of the Lord's Supper? Yes. Can, can you give me one of the Lord's Supper? Thank you. Let's turn our Bibles to First Corinthians chapter eleven. We are reading from verse 23. First Corinthians 11 from verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had served, saying, This cup is the new testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye shew the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But, let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we will attempt to answer three questions regarding the Lost Supper. The first one is, what is the Lost Supper? 
na yebesha se eyi nsem bia no na ya sha se afi se den ni awrade adidi number 2 why do we have to participate in the Lord's Supper? And number three, how do I partake and derive the benefits? Amen. Amen. So the what? The why, the how. So, what is the Lord's Supper? Now, many times, all of us we have seen the Lord's Supper. Uh, we see the bread. Who tastes the bread? And then the wine. So anytime we participate in the Lord's Supper, what we take and eat is the bread and then the wine. So physically what our eyes see is the bread and then also the wine. Hallelujah. Amen. But in Matthew chapter 26 from verse 26 to 28. Bible says that Jesus was with his disciples. He says, as they were having fellowship, he took the bread. And then he said something. He said, What you are seeing is not bread. What I, this bread that I have taken. Even though before I took it, it was bread. But having come into contact with my hand. And having given thanks to the Lord. It is no longer bread. But it has become my body. So... It is the body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he says that and he took the cup which contained the wine. And he also blessed it. And when he did it was no longer wine. This is my blood. This is my blood. This is my blood. Of the new covenant. That is shared for the remission of the sins of many. 
So today as we participate or partake of the Lord's Supper, it is important to see beyond the natural. And as you hold that bread, you should recognize what it is. That it is not just bread. But what you are what you are holding and you are about to eat is the body of Christ. And what you are about to drink is the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So the body of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ. It makes up who? It makes up Jesus Christ. So anytime we partake of the Lord's Supper, what we are taking in is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says that do this as often as you do this in remembrance of me. That I am I, I was dead, but now I am alive. Hallelujah. Amen. In Leviticus chapter 17 and verse 11 Bible says oh this is what God says says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood the life of the flesh is in the blood you see when you see blood and probably you take it to the lab. What you will find out is that it is made up of biological and chemical agents. You You see the red blood cells, you see the white blood cells, you see platelets, you see all kinds of biological agents. But in addition, you will also see chemical agents. So if you are just only physical as a person, you would think that, oh, but this is, this is, yes, White blood cells, red blood cells. But God says that you need to see beyond the biological and the chemical agents. Because what you are holding and you think is just biological and chemical agents is actually life. 
said, if you, you doubt it, just cut your hand and, and let all your blood come out. And see whether you will live again. Because what you thought was blood and you were just letting it go is actually your life. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus is also saying that the, 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 the bread is not just bread. He said, that's my body you are talking about. He said the wine is not just wine. He said that is my blood you are talking about. And the two put together is not just body and blood. The two put together is my life. Me, Jesus, my life. He said for I came that you will have life and you will have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we've answered the first question. What is the Lord's Supper? It is the body of Christ. It is the blood of Jesus. Combined, it is the life of Jesus Christ being given to you. That you will have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. Amen. So, we want to answer the second question. Why? Why? Why do I need it? Why do I have to partake in the Lord's Supper? I'll read Leviticus 17:11 again. It says, "For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you. I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement." For the soul. Said, I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in Isaiah chapter 53, starting from verse 1, but we will dwell on verses 3 and 4. It talks about the Lamb of God, which is Jesus Christ, that was given for our salvation. And Bible says that he was beaten well well. So much so that Bible says that he was completely disfigured beyond recognition. If you haven't watched the movie um, The Crucifixion of Christ um, 
The passion. The passion. I, I encourage you to watch it. That is closest to what really happened at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. The other ones we have been watching and we used to watch, those ones, I mean, it's not really a true reflection of what. I remember the first day I watched it, it was at the conference center and come and see people were crying people were crying amen amen but in that movie the person wasn't beaten beyond recognition. The Bible says that Jesus was beat, completely disfigured. So it says that but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we were healed. Hallelujah. Amen. The next verse. No, verse 4. You should have given us verse 4 first. Please, verse 4. He says, pay attention to this. He said, surely. Verse 5 tells us what happened. He said, surely. Surely. In other words, if you have any doubt, he's reaffirming it. Surely. He had borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows. Yet. 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 We esteem him. Stricken. And smitten of God. And afflicted. In other words. The prophet is saying that. He said we all missed why he was bruised. We all miss why he was beaten like that. When we, we read it and when we saw it and when we heard about it, he said, We just thought that it is God dealing with him. But he says, That wasn't so. He said, Shine your eyes. This is not God just dealing with him. Know what is happening as he was being bruised and beaten. Know what exactly is going on. Hallelujah. Amen. It's just like maybe you are the CEO of a company and some Kululus 
and corruption and stealing is going on and you are not aware. So you don't know what is going on. Then someone comes and says that, Charlie, shine your eyes. Certain things are going on. You need to see what is going on. That is exactly what Jesus is, uh, the Bible is saying here. He said, when you see him disfigured and bruised and beaten, don't just say that, oh, he has been wounded and he's, he's been beaten. He said, shine your eyes and see what is going on. Amen. Because something is going on. You know, in, in, in the New Testament, he said that if the principalities and the powers had known, if they had known that as they were beating Jesus and crucifying him, certain things were going on. So if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They didn't know that what was going on, that the body that was broken and the blood that was released, what was coming out and what God was giving to humanity and you and me is forgiveness of sin. Is that as the body was broken, the power to heal humanity was being released. He said, So you to shine your eyes and know what is going on. Hallelujah. Amen. So Peter says that by his stripes we were healed. From today. Let us leave the ranking of those who esteem him beating and striking of God. And join those who have a revelation of what is going on because of the death and resurrection then as you participate in the Lord's Supper as you eat the bread and drink the wine you will know what is going on that healing is being released hallelujah amen so why do we participate in the Lord's Supper? Is what we are trying to answer now. Hallelujah. Amen. So the first is that what God is giving to you is healing. We said it is made up of the body and the blood and Jesus said this is my body this is my blood and we know that Jesus is the word of God 
And Bible said that he sent forth his word. He sent forth his word. And healed all their diseases. So what God is sending you and me. As we partake of the the Lord's Supper. Is healing. Is healing. The same way when you go to the hospital and you are not well and the doctor gives you tablets. I'm not talking about this kind of tablets, but but tablets. What he's giving you is not just tablets. Inside those tablets, there is healing power. And that is what he is giving to you. So as you take the body. What God is giving to you. Is healing. What God is giving to you. Is health. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. First Peter two and twenty-four. He says, "Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness." By whose stripes we were healed. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, by the broken body. The first whip. His back was cut like that. And blood was released. Healing power was released. That is what Peter is telling us. That this was what was going on. So the women of Jerusalem were weeping for him. (laughs) Jerusalem, don't, if you understood what is happening right now if you know that the enemy is being defeated right now if you can discern the power that has been released to heal humanity you will be celebrating and you will be thanking God because the power of Satan to kill and destroy us is being broken and being destroyed Hallelujah. Amen. So that's the first reason why you must participate in the The second reason is because of victory. (laughs) Victory. Victory over Satan. 
Revelations chapter 12 verse 11. He said, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. They overcame. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Victory. Victory. When the blood was released, when the body was broken, and he went all the way to hell, because it had been released, he went to hell. He met all the demons and all the devils and Satan himself. And Bible says that he defeated all of them. And he collected the key of hell and death and made an open display of the defeat of the kingdom of darkness and rose up triumphantly hallelujah hallelujah as you take of the lost supper as you take of the lost supper power to overcome the challenges of this life to overcome the enemy your arch enemy and all the demons and situations that are fighting against us so that victory, 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 victory. That's why I say you are more than conquerors. You are victors in Christ Jesus. Greater is he that is in you. Even if you have forgotten, the moment you take of it and you eat and you drink it and it gets into you. You say, ah! Greater is he that is in me. Hallelujah. The third reason why we should partake in the Lord's Supper is because as you participate in the bread and the wine, what God is giving to you is protection. Protection. Exodus 12 and 13. Now in Exodus 12 and 13, God is about to unleash death upon the Egyptians. And he told his own. He said, Kill a lamb and apply the blood to the lintel and the two side posts. He said, When the angel of death 
is going about looking for people to kill and destroy. He said, when he comes to your doorpost and sees the blood, he said he will pass over. He will pass over. One time I had a man giving a testimony how armed robbers came to their area and from house to house house, house to house, 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 house. he said for some reason when they got to his house they passed over to the next house that shall be your testimony that shall be your story hallelujah Amen. protection Bible you will travel to and fro all over the world and you will not be involved in an accident. That is God's protection. We read stories that somebody's wall has collapsed and killed people. Was it was it last year? What yeah, last year they were digging these uh, open gutters just around our area. And the contractor left it for a couple of weeks. When they resumed. Not knowing that one of the trenches was too close to the wall. And then it fell. How many people? Was it four people? Three people. Three people, I mean, instantly. Three workers. That was it. That was it. Not in Akka. I am just going to, my dear, I'm going to work and bring home money. I'm sure he told the wife that children, look, this evening there will be celebration. But that shall not be your story. That shall not be your story. He said, I have given my angels charge over you. And they will watch over you in all your ways. He said, a thousand will fall to your left. Ten thousand to your right. He said, but it will not come nigh you. He said, only with your eyes will you behold the reward of the wicked. Because there is a reward for the righteous. A reward of protection for those who are in Christ Jesus. He said, because of the blood, pass over. May every sickness pass over you. May every accident pass over you. His body has been broken so that yours is not broken. I decree that if you are a woman and you go into labor, may they never use a knife to break your body. May you not have any sickness that will require that your body be broken with a knife. Because his body was broken 
that yours will remain intact. Hallelujah. Amen. So whilst others esteem him striking of God, <laughs> unto us it is given to know what was actually going on. That what was going on was protection for us, was healing for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. Separation from sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, the blood of Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. Yes, Christo. First, gets when the when the believer um, accept Jesus Christ into your life. Bible says that God makes us new creation. He said the old is gone. The new has come. First John one seven. This is what it says. But if we, we who are born again, we who have the life of Christ, we who are God's new creation, he said, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Watch this. Watch this. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Two pictures this present to us. The first picture is that in the event that you fall into sin, the blood of Jesus cleanses us and we are restored. But that is not all. The second one, the word cleanser means to separate. So for example, when you bath, you are separating death. Not not D-E-H. D E A T H no death. You are separating it from yourself. So what he's saying is that one of the things that happen when we participate in the Lord's Supper is that if you are used to walking with sin it will separate you from sin so that sin can be there and you can be here hallelujah Amen. the power of God to separate you from sin number five why 
you and I must participate or partake in the Lord's Supper. It opens our eyes or gives us a revelation of Jesus Christ. A revelation of Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 24 from verse 28 now the background to this story is that Jesus Christ was risen from the dead and the whole of Jerusalem and, and all over the place everybody hey, have you heard what is it hey, they said that this man of God that was crucified is risen and the whole place which was charged with rumors and so there were these two believers who were also talking about what they had heard is going on and as they were just wondering is it true, is it not true he said Jesus he joined them. He joined them. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> you see, the thing about the Lord's Supper. The thing about the Lord's Supper. This one you can see. But Jesus himself, you can't see with your eyes. So he joined them. The unseen body. (laughs) And the unseen blood. And the unseen person. He can make himself seen. And he can also make himself unseen. He can make himself seen. There is the seen part and there is the unseen part. So as these two guys were going towards Imam, the unseen decided that it was time to be seen. So he showed up and he joined them. And he started teaching them and explaining to them what must happen to the Christ and why it must happen. Look, he spoke with them for a long time. And they still couldn't see what was going on. That this is the Jesus, the man we are disputing and talking about. Is he risen? Is he not risen? They didn't know what was going on. They thought this was an ordinary person who had joined them. But they needed to shine their eyes. To see what was going on. Because what was going on was the reality. Of life. Of Christ. 
And they got to a mouse. When they got there, it was evening. And the Bible says that Jesus pretended as if he wanted to continue to where he was going. But I love these people. And they are said, And they constrain him. So let's go back to the verse 28. And they drew nigh unto the village whither they went. And he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrain him. Uh, they constrain him. We must all master the art of constraining him. Hallelujah. That instead of one hour with God, say, no, 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 Lord, let's continue it. Let's make it two hours. That is constraining him. Saying, abide with us. For it was towards evening and the day was fast spent. And he went in to tarry with them. Verse 30. And it came to pass. You see, all this why they still didn't recognizing what was going on. And it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it. Ah! <laughs> he took bread. If they had just eaten the bread, nothing would have happened. But the same bread, he took it and he blessed it. Remember, Bible said that Jesus took the bread and blessed it and said that now that I have blessed it, this is my body. It has become my body and it has become my blood. So he took the bread and he blessed it and break it and gave it to them. Uh, the moment they took it, he said their eyes were open. Their eyes were open. Their eyes were open. And they knew. <laughs> and they knew. And they knew. Epigenosco. It means now they recognize what was going on. And he vanished out of their side. After partaking in the Lord's Supper, may your eyes also be open. May your eyes also be open. May your eyes also be open to see Jesus as he is. The God of good. The God of prosperity. The God that heals. May you see him for who he is. May your eyes be open to see what is going on. In the realm of the spirit. As you participate in the Lord's Supper. 
when you listen to preaching, may your eyes be open. When you take your Bible and you are studying, may your eyes be open. Because why are you listening to the preaching? That you may know him. That word know him is the same word you see here. That you may know him. Because he's the one you are seeking. May your eyes be open to see the reality of God. That is when you can say that I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. I have encountered him. Hallelujah. See, once upon a time, Paul was sharing his testimony. The man has studied the scriptures. He was a Pharisee. It means he knew the scriptures in and out. And yet, his eyes had not been opened to encounter the person that the Bible is talking about. One time Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He said, you search the scriptures. You've been studying the scripture. You've been searching it in and out. He said, the scriptures, they testify about me and I am here standing right in your midst. And you can see that the one you are looking for through the scripture is the one who is standing here. So Paul knew the scripture. Until one day on the road to Damascus. He said a light shone and then he fell down. Bam! And he heard a voice. See, there were many people traveling together. But God has singled him out. I see God singling you out. I see God singling you out. And when God was speaking, the the rest said it is tender. But it wasn't tender. It was a real conversation that was going on. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? As you partake of the Lord's Supper, may your ears be open to the voice of God. And may your eyes be open. Hallelujah. Amen. So, that is point number four, right? Or five. Point number five. So the sixth one is that it stirs up one's zeal. 
It's, now, now, please watch this and pay attention. There is a reason I've taken my time and I'm itemizing these things one by one. Because in the book of Exodus, and we will go there, when God instituted the Passover, one of the things he told the Jews that they should do was that the lamb that they were to cook and eat, he told them that they should eat all. That don't eat some and leave all. He said, if any is left, burn it. Because the principle is that all must be eaten. And they did that before the angel passed by. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Because they had eaten all and observed all, apply this, do that, do that, do all. So all these benefits all these benefits one by one one by one applies to us also we must eat all we must take all hallelujah Amen. if you go for a car and you don't take delivery of the ties the car will not move so you must take delivery of all So the next point it stirs up our zeal and quickens us to share the gospel. Suddenly a certain desire to live the life of Christ. So be for Christ and to proclaim the gospel that is if you eat all including this one because what you eat is what becomes real to you for many believers the work of Christ on the cross has been limited to just forgiveness of sins and salvation. And we are okay with it. And it's working for us. But we must eat all. Including the fact that the death and resurrection of Christ Included he becoming our healer. He said that it might be fulfilled of what the prophet Elijah said. That himself 
bore our pain. Himself carried our diseases that by his stripes we were healed. Himself did that. Jesus and my I did that for you. If you eat that one also, Jesus will not just be your savior, but will also be your healer. If you eat the one of protection also, he will be your protector. Hallelujah. So zeal. Zeal. Then the last one we want to look at is that you see throughout the Bible covenants were made and of all the covenants that were made in the Bible the most powerful and the strongest was covenant of the blood that is the strongest covenant you can cut. So Jesus took the cup and said, This is my blood of the new covenant. This is my blood of the new covenant. So as we partake of the Lord's Supper, it helps us to recognize that we are a covenant people. We are in covenant with Christ. Very, very important. Let me give you an illustration. Bible says that Goliath had been tormenting Israel for 40 days. Insulting them and all kinds of things. 40 days. Then David showed up. When he showed up, he heard Goliath talking. Then he turned to the other guys. They were all Jews. He said, Ah, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? That is insulting. God and his people. Now, anytime you see the word uncircumcised in the Bible, it is making reference to people who don't have covenant with God. Because God told the Jews, in fact, he told Abraham, circumcise yourself. And he said, that is the sign of the covenant I have with you. Covenant. And he chose a very, very important human organ. 
One, it is through this organ that all seeds are generated. What God was saying is that Abraham, out of you, everyone that is going to come out of you is a covenant person. By the time they come out, they are dedicated to walk a covenant to walk with God. That was one. Not only that, he needed to help the people always remember that they are covenant people so they can walk in. So any time Abraham will wee wee and he sees what has happened, he remembers, ah, I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. So he told in Exodus, he told them, he said, any stranger who wants to partake of the Lord's Supper, he said, first he must circumcise. He must commit to walk a covenant to walk with God. Amen. Amen. Maybe one day we'll talk about covenants. But the eighth reason why you, you must participate in the Lord is so that you will continually remember your identity as a covenant man or covenant woman and respect that covenant respect that covenant in the book of Daniel Daniel, he said they trampled on the covenant he said but they that know they are God they that know they are God they shall do mighty works hallelujah the covenant is to enable you to do mighty works the same way David could do mighty works because he remembered that he is a covenant man He told Goliath, he said, you come against me with a spear and a sword and, and shields. And, he said, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts whom you have insulted. And he says, and this day I will kill you. And I will cut off your hair. And I will give your carcass to the birds of the air. He could accomplish that because of the covenant. And as you partake of the Lord's Supper today, may you be able to accomplish the impossible. For with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's try and answer the last question. 
we've looked at what is the Lord's Supper. Why should I partake of the Lord's Supper? Now we are looking at how should I partake of it. Amen. Amen. We earlier we read 1 Corinthians 11. So the how. In Exodus chapter 12. If you read from verse 11 going. But because of time we won't read. You can, you can, you can go and read. But one of the things God told them about how to partake in the Passover. Now, the, the Lord's Supper and the Passover is the same thing. Okay? The Lord's Supper and the Passover. When Jesus sent his disciples to go and book that room, what they were going to partake in was the Passover, which is the Lord's Supper. So, um, one of the things they were supposed to do was that they should get their loins. See, their loins. Get your loins. He said, and this is how you must eat it. How you must eat it. He said, get your loins. Put on your shoes. And take your staff. In your hand. And eat it in haste. Because it is the Lord's Supper. Or it is the Lord's Passover. Now, what, what is that supposed to mean to us today? First uh, Corinthians eleven helps us. Okay, and in addition, God said that they should eat all. Okay. Now we see a, a picture of someone who is in readiness. Someone who is ready. 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 Isn't it? It said they should dress up. Readiness. You must be ready. As you listen to God's word right now. If you are not born again, the readiness. To receive Jesus Christ. I am ready. That's what he's talking about. The readiness to receive your healing. I am ready. The readiness to, 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 to walk the covenant walk. I am ready. The readiness to receive revelations. I am ready. Because... The benefits come to those who are ready. Now, 
am ready. Ready to go. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, I mean, you are yearning. You can't wait that, that you are served with the Lord's supper so that as you take his ah. My healing now. My kotaya babaya. Ready. And not only ready, but ready to eat all. Hallelujah. Amen. Now. Corinthians also tells us that one. First Corinthians 11 from verse 28 all the way to 31 that we read. It says, one, a man or a woman should examine himself. He should examine, scrutinize himself. Look at your life. Am I ready? Am I ready to eat all? Examine yourself. Two, it says, we should not participate in it unworthily. Hallelujah. We should not participate in it. We should not participate in it unworthily. Amen. Amen. He said, because the one who eats it and drinks failing to recognize that what I am eating is the body of Christ, not just bread. And what I am drinking is the blood of Jesus. And what I am taking in is Christ the healer. And Christ the savior. And Christ the protector. And Christ the covenant worker. He says, when I participate in it and I don't take all this into account, then you are drinking and eating condemnation or damnation unto yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. So, avoid taking damnation unto yourself by examining yourself. Don't see it as a 
as a religious exercise. For some of us, oh, every first week, Sunday of the month, we take communion. So, uh, oh, 